somebody tonight. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, and all, everything within, within, bless his holy name. Somebody, you want to let your voice in the house tonight one more time. Come on, everybody. Let your voice. They call you God. So worthy is your name. Say worthy is your name. We worship you. Say we worship your majesty. One more time. Holy are you, Lord. All of creation, all creation. Try to call you God. So worthy is your name, worthy, worthy, worthy. We worship, we worship your majesty. 
is a faithful God. He's not a man that he would lie. All I have needed, I have provided. Great is thy faithfulness, and Lord, maybe it doesn't make much sense to you. Say, hey, I mean, you're for. Say one more time. Say. working God. 
The Bible says he's the same yesterday, which means that whatever he did yesterday, he can. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, 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 even in the people of God. Shalom, even in church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. The Lord bless you and favor you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that in this new season, the grace of God will be abundant on your lives. In Jesus' precious mighty name, may you not be a prey even to the enemy. But may the preservation power of God keep you and your family in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. I want to welcome all of you to this evening session of the prophetic training. Please, I beg you, if you have any brother, sister, friend that is not here, kindly share the link to the person and let the person join. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to be a great blessing to our lives in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. I have something wonderful to share with us. And I would love each and every one of us here to get a book and a pen. <laughs> Amen. I would like each and every one of us here to get a book and a pen. Make sure you don't miss what I'm about to teach us. I beg you. All right, before we go into the teaching session, let's take a quick word of prayer. Let's take a quick word of prayer. Ancient of days, we give you glory. We give you all the praise and the honor. Thank you for such a time as this in your presence. We give you all the glory. Once again, your people have gathered before thee. It is our prayer that you will grant us grace and show us uncommon mercy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says that no man can do anything. It said man can do nothing except it is given unto him from above. We ask in Jesus' name that by your mercies and your grace, you will give unto us the revelations that have been kept even in the heavens above. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, deliver into our souls and our spirits your purposes and even your agenda. In the name of the Lord Jesus, blessed Father, show us mercy and grant us grace. In the name of Jesus, let your light shine upon us, enlighten the hearts and the minds of your people. Let them come to the realization of the glory that you have set ahead of them empower them to walk in your purposes that your name 
will forever be glorified. We thank you, even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God bless you. I'm seeing my son here, Justin. Justin, how are you? It's been a while. I believe you are doing well. My regards to Nadia also. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Justin, God willing, next year you will see me. You will see me. Amen. And those of you in Kaswa too, God willing, next year you will see me. Hallelujah. If you are in Kaswa, get ready. You will see me. Amen. Yeah, there are different forms of seeing, so you need to understand. When you see my picture, you have seen me. When you see me on any television, you have seen me. That is for those in Kaswa. Are you getting my point? Yeah, but then those in the US, you, you actually see me, you know, Fili Gadochi. You understand? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. I think I've done well for the Kaswa people. At least they will see me on television. They will also even see some of my pictures. You know, that's a huge sacrifice I've made for them. You understand? Yeah. And we thank God for their lives. Amen. All right. God bless you, people of God. It's a great blessing to have all of you here. Um, I'm really excited to... To have all of you here with me. Man of God, Ike Magigil, God bless you. God bless you. May the Lord increase his grace on your life. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. I want to share a very quick word with us. And I want all of you to open your heart, open your mind, and be sensitive to what the Lord is about to tell us. Are you listening to me? You see, what will help you is that don't think you know too much. And that is one of the things that stops many people from experiencing deeper things. They think they know. Be very careful. Are you listening to me? Open up your heart and your mind and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Hallelujah. All right. Now, I want to let us decode the mystery that is around the year 2024. And I'm honestly I'm I will not be able to share with us all the mysteries I'm just going to give you only one. Amen. I'm just going to give us only one. Hallelujah. So please take note and listen to everything. And maybe in the subsequent days I will try and share some other things with us. Especially the number 24 that is at the end. Of the 2024. Amen. The Lord will help us and grant us grace in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. 
Now, let me lay a quick foundation before I start with what I want to teach. Let me lay a quick foundation. Now, listen to me. You see, the word of the Lord said in the book of Genesis, the first chapter, Genesis, the chapter 1, when you read from verse 14, Genesis chapter 1, verse 14. I don't want you to forget this scripture. Genesis chapter 1, verse 14. The Bible said, And God said, Let there be light in the firmament. Another word for firmament is the sky. And God said, Let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Hallelujah. Now when you read it from the ISV, it says, Then God said, Let there be lights across the sky to distinguish day from night, to act as signs for seasons, days and years. Hallelujah. Now, according to this scripture, whenever you hear of a day, whenever you hear of a year, whenever you hear of a season, you should understand that God actually has made lights to be for these things. Oh, I love the way the Amplified puts it. Listen to the way the Amplified puts it. He says, then God said, let there be light bearers into bracket, sun, moon, stars. So the lights that the Bible is actually speaking about here, it is actually the sun, the moon, and the stars. And what are they going to do? God said, let the sun, the moon, and the stars appear in the sky. And the first thing they are going to do is that they will separate the day from the night. They will separate the day from the night. And we all know when it is day, the day is actually in the hands of one dimension of the light called the sun. And when it is night, it is actually in the dimension of the star. Sometimes the moon. But then there is a moment where you can see the moon even in daytime. Are you listening to me? Good. So the sun is for the day. The stars are for the night. The moon stands for both. Very important. That is why we don't really joke with the moon. And I will explain it. But the moon standing for both 
about 90% of the work of the moon is in the night. Only just 10% is in the day. Are you following? Good. Now, you need to, if you want to understand the matters of days, years, don't forget matters concerning the sun, the moon, and the stars. They are very paramount to your understanding of years, days, seasons. Are, are you following? Good. Now, when you come to the sun, it is the sun that actually shines during the daytime. And we all know that according to the scriptures, the sun is actually supposed to shine for 12 hours. Are you following? For 12 hours. And the period of the 12 hours that the sun is supposed to shine, that period is called the day. The day. Now, we all know that a normal day is made up of 24 hours. But in the 24 hours, 12 hours are actually supposed to be what we call the day period of a day. And there is what we call the evening period of a day. Are you listening to me? So one day, which is a 24-hour period, is still divided into two portions. We have the day of the day and the evening of the day. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. I don't know if you are getting it. Good. So, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible said, When God saw that the light was good, he divided the light from the darkness. And then God called the light day. Now, that word day is capital D, which speaks of a whole day, 24 hours. And the darkness, God called it night. Now, the Bible said, And the evening and the morning were the first day. So when we talk of a day, a day is made up of morning and evening. Are you following? Now, when the Bible speaks of morning and evening, we actually divided it into three portions. We called it morning, afternoon, and evening that's how we divided it based on the western side but then according to the scriptures a full day a 24 hour full day is made up of two dimensions the day period and the evening period are you following good so after now, after we understanding this simple 
truth, Jesus made a statement in John chapter 11, verse 9. John 11, verse 9. Jesus said, the Bible said, Jesus replied, There are 12 hours in the day, aren't there? Or are there not 12 hours in a day? What is Jesus trying to say? What Jesus is trying to actually communicate here is that are there not 12 hours that the sun is supposed to shine that we call that period the daytime? So you remember Jesus after he even made the statement. He said, I must work the works of the one who sent me whilst it is day. For the night cometh where no man can work. So even Jesus is actually dividing a whole, a whole 24 hour day into two dimensions. The day period where the sun rules over and the night period where the moon and the stars rule over. Are you listening to me? Beautiful. Don't miss this thing, I beg you. This is scripture. We are not meteorologists. We are going through scriptures to understand how this come about. And in fact, if you want to go into scripture properly, a day, the beginning of a new day is not 12 a.m. According to scriptures, if you are looking at things technically, the beginning of a new day is not 12 a.m. The beginning of a new day, according to the scriptures, is actually 6 p.m. <laughs> no wonder when you read verse 5 of Genesis 1, it says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. So according to the scriptures, evening must come before morning. Are you following? If you know any Seventh-day Adventist person, go and ask them when they start their, their Sabbath you realize that they don't start the Sabbath on Saturday morning. They start on Friday evening. Are you following? Whenever the sun sets, a new, a new day has begun. And this one is actually the truth. When you go to Hebrew, the Hebrew people, this is what they know. So there is a song that says that Yenimse Adichinewohoi Esum Edikaimba. So there is darkness that comes first before light. Very important. Oh. Very, very, very important. If you miss this truth, it will make a lot of things difficult. So the evening actually becomes the beginning of many glorious things. 
this is the main reason why if you have studied the spiritual pattern of things you don't even know how your hair grows you don't know how your fingernails grow but by the time you wake up and you keep waking up you realize that they are growing there is a certain secret somewhere whenever a man sleeps there is something we call growth hormones these growth hormones are secreted into the man so it is mostly when we sleep that a lot of things begin to grow in us growth hormones are mostly prominent and more in our bodies during the night times so most living things grow in the night Are you listening to me? Good. So when a, a woman gets pregnant, the nine months period where the child is in the mother's womb is called the ninth period. And when the child is born, the child has been born into a day. But whatever the child brings actually was arranged even in the ninth time. So we don't joke with ninth periods. Are you listening to me? Good. If you understand this one, it will help you. Great, great. So technically, when we go through scripture, and this one is a secret to the Hebrew people. They knew this and they know it. And according to the word of God, we all know that Sabbath is Saturday according to the hebrew people and according to the old testament the sabbath was a saturday but then the saturday does not start at 12 a.m no saturday starts at 6 p.m friday evening as we all know it are you following Good. So this is what we, I'm just talking about a day. I'll now come to seasons and then years. Then when we hit the years, we now go into the mysteries that are behind 2024. Hallelujah. So I just made us understand that one full 24-hour day in fact, there is a beautiful link between a full day of 24 hours and the year 2024. And the Lord is going to help us to unravel a lot of mysteries that will help us. And there is also a link between the year 2024 and the 24 elders. There is also a link between the year 2024 and the 24 courses of the priesthood that David 
divided. Hallelujah. So we need to understand some of the put write all these things down. We will go there. Hallelujah. Great. Now, let's move to what we call seasons. Now, according to the scriptures, the seasons that govern the entire earth is in three main, four main dimensions. Four main, even according to the scriptures. And we have the winter season, we have the summer, we have the spring, and we have the autumn. These are the four main seasons we have according to the scriptures. So when you come to Ghana and in some other places in Africa, when it is rainy season, it is actually the normal winter. Or spring, young Vanessa. <laughs> and when it is Hamatan, summer, no, no, no. Are you following? But according to scriptures, we have winter, we have spring, we have summer, and we have autumn. Exactly. So our rainy season can be connected to winter and our hamatan season can be connected to summer. Are you getting it? So these are actually the basic seasons that govern earthly life. And the Bible said the, the sun, the moon and the stars were made by God for these seasons. So the reason why there is winter is because of a certain communication between the sun, the moon, and the stars. So when you pick winter, for instance, there is a certain luminary body that rules over winter. When you come to summer, there is a certain luminary body, the sun, the moon, and the stars that rule over summer. And we all know that one is the sun. And when we hit autumn, there is an illuminary body that rules. Sometimes two of them can join together to rule. Are you getting it? So the, you can get to a season where the sun will bring a portion of its power and the moon will, or the stars will also bring a portion of their powers and they will put it together to manifest. So in that dimension, the sun will not bring all his power as in the time of summer. But it will bring just a little portion. Then the other illuminary body will also bring a little portion of his power. Then they begin to rule over that season together. And most of the times, the seasons where these two illuminary bodies put their power together to rule, those seasons don't really last long.
Are you following? But the season where you can get only one illuminary body or the light ruling over, some of these seasons can take long, especially the winter. It can hit you from December all the way through January, sometimes even push you a little bit into February. Are you following? And those of you in the diaspora, those of you in, in the United States of America, those in UK, Canada, you, you can you can at least understand. In some states, it is even in April. You see, it happens. Are you getting it? It can push further, but mostly the spring and the autumn doesn't really take long but the summer and the winter really will take long part are you getting it good so we need to understand how these light bodies rule over these seasons and then we have what we call years years now we need to understand this very 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 important now one full year has four main seasons so we need to understand that one full year has four main seasons but one full year has 360 days. The 365 is as a result of some other things I will teach later. But according to the original movement of the sun, the moon, and the stars, each movement is supposed to take 30 days. What it means is that we have the earth. We have the sun, we have the moon, and we have the stars. The earth is revolving around the sun. Whilst the earth is revolving around the sun, the moon, also in its orbit, is revolving around the earth. Are you following? Good. Now, when it comes to the moon, the moon, it will take 30 days for the moon to revolve around the entire earth once. It will take 30 days for the moon to revolve around the whole earth once. And that movement of the moon around the whole earth once, which takes 30 days, is called one month or one movement of the moon. So the word month actually speaks of the moon. So according to the normal calculation of things, every month actually should have had 30 days. Every month should have had 30 days. And when you put 
all the 30 days and we have 12 months in one year. So when you multiply 30 by 12, you are going to get 360. And 360 is actually the circumference of a full circle. I believe this one is not becoming too mathematical for some people. That's why I've taken my time. I want to make it simple so that even our market, our, our, the market women will understand. Are you following? Good. So now the question is, where from the five? Because you see, we need to have a deeper understanding about the five days. Sometimes they even make it 366. And this, all these things are actually connected to the month of February. How it doesn't get to 30 days and some other months that even have 31 days. But I want you to understand something here. If you want to understand things from the very point of scripture, 365 days will not be your understanding. Are you listening to me? It doesn't matter what the calendar of this world is teaching. We are not going by that. We are going according to the scriptures. This is very, very cardinal and important. Are you following? Because when you enter into one month, when you enter into one month, we have five days in the month for a specific guardian angel. We have five days in, one, in every month for specific guardian angel. So let's say we have entered into January. And according to the normal counting, from 1st January to 5th January, you will get a guardian angel that rules over the five days. That means that any child that will be born within the period of 1st and 5th January, that child will have that guardian angel as his or her guardian angel. Are you following? Then from 6th to 10th, it's also going to be the five-day period of another guardian angel. Then from 11th to 15th, are you getting my point? So when you do the calculation, before you hit the 30 days, you are going to count six guardian angels ruling in a particular 30-day period or a month. I don't know if you are getting my point. Because six, five, six times five is what? It's 30. Are you, are you getting my point? This is how the spiritual calculations are done. And you really need to understand this. Hallelujah. 
great. Great. So basically, that is it. So when it comes to uh, one year, according to scripture, one year is made up of 360 days because one year is a full circle on its own. And when it comes to the moon, the moon moves around the entire earth within a period of 30 days. So when you give the moon 30 days, it can move around the entire earth once. And that once is called one month. Then the moon will move again for another 30 days. And we call that one another month. Two months right there. Then it keeps moving. By the time the moon moves around the entire earth 12 times, which makes it 12 months, as at that time, the sun had also revolved around the sun once, has revolved around the earth once. I don't know if you're getting my point. Good. So what it means is that the moon can revolve around the earth 12 times before the sun can revolve around the earth once. So the moon is 12 times faster than the sun. So when we say one year, in the dimension of the moon, it is different from the way it means in the dimension of the sun. I don't forget my point. And this is what we need to understand. I want to show you a certain secret of the Hebrew people. You see, the Hebrew people don't count years. The years according to the way we count it by the, um, by the, the sun dimension. Because if you begin to count the year from the perspective of the sun, we are in 2023 and we are going into 2024. But if you count it from the perspective of the moon, we have gone far ahead. Are you listening to me? All right. I'm just laying the basic foundation for us to understand this. So, when you look at The year 2023, the year 2023, actually, 2023 is actually speaking of we counting the year according to the movement of the sun. But when we begin to count it by the movement of the moon, we are actually going to get a different year 
And mostly that is the year that the Hebrew people follow. And because the moon is faster than the sun, most of the times, looking at the year from the perspective of the moon gives you a faster understanding and an upper hand over the others. And this one is highly spiritual. So, this year 2023, as we count it according to the movement of the sun, when you go to the Hebrew land, it is actually the year 5784. 5,784. And it began on the 15th of September, 2023. So from January, they were, they were connected according to the year, according to the year 5783. But the moment they hit the the month of September, on the 15th of September, their new year began. You remember in the afternoon, I was teaching us that Jesus was not born on the 25th of December. I told you how according to the Hebrew calendar, Jesus actually was rather conceived in December and was born in September. And that September that Jesus was born actually was the same month that begins a new year for the Israelites. It is called Rosh Hashanah. Are you following? So the year we are about to enter, which is the year 2024, that is reading it according to the movement, sorry, the year 2024, which is reading it according to the movement of the moon, we are actually going to, when read it from the moon, the year will be 5785. 5785. And listen, this 5785 will begin in September next year. Are you listening to me? That is in our calendar. In September next year, that is when 5785 will begin. What it means is that as we are about to enter into the new year according to the normal Gregorian calendar we have, even in January, February, March, April downwards, we are still connected to the, the year 5784. Are you following I don't know if you, are, if you are understand what I'm saying. I want, to, I want to sound so simple so that we all can understand. If you are doing something, stop or else you will not understand it. Okay, let me hit on it again. Now, I said, if you are counting the year, now I, I made all of us understand that the moon is faster. And the sun. Are you, are you getting it? Speaking of its movement around the earth. When the moon moves around the earth 12 times, the sun will move around the earth once. So in the calculation of the speed of the moon, it is 12 times faster 
than the sun. But I'm telling you that we can read the year because the Bible said God made the sun, the moon, and the stars for this, for seasons, and for years. That means that we can read days, seasons, and years from the perspective of the sun, the moon, and the stars. I don't know if you're getting my point. So when it is a day, there is what the sun will say about that day. There is what the moon will say. There is what the, the stars will say. When it is a season, there is what the sun has to say. There is what the moon has to say. There is what the stars also have to say. And when it is a year, there is what the moon has to say. There is what the sun has to say. And there is what the stars have to say. Now, when we talk of a year, and we are linking it, or we are trying to listen to what the sun is saying, based on the readings of the sun, the sun is telling us here right now that we are in 2023. That is from the reading of the sun. But when we go to the moon, the moon is telling us that we are in, as of now, as I'm talking to you, the moon is telling us that we are in the year 5784. Are you following? Good. Now the question is this. What, what is the stars also saying about us? About the year? But then let's put the stars aside small and handle the matter of the moon and the sun. Very important. Hallelujah. I have a lot of things to share with us, I'm telling you. And this thing, if I had slated this only on the 31st, I wouldn't finish with what I want to teach you. Hallelujah. All right, great, great. But one secret I want you to understand here is this. If you do the calculation of the angelic year from the perspective of the moon, there is something you mostly get faster than those who do the calculation using the sun. Are you following? Someone said, Daddy, please, is it biblical or according to science? <laughs> this is not even science at all. This is not science. Though. If you want to understand these things properly, just understand how the Hebrew people used to experience certain things. 
Are you getting it? So when you go to Israel, they have two main calendars. They have the sacred calendar and they have the secular calendar. The sacred calendar actually is connected to the death of Jesus Christ. And that one is what begins between the period of March and April. Where they are fixed what they call Easter Day. And mostly because that is the sacred calendar, that is what starts the new year for them spiritually. Are you listening to me? But when it comes to the circular one, they start the new year in September. Now, the sacred calendar is only to their spiritual advantage. So it is connected to their feasts and they only have the understanding, not the other people. Are you following? So the sacred calendar that the Hebrew people have it starts with the, the day or the, the moment of what we call the Passover. So the Passover actually starts their sacred calendar, the new year in their sacred calendar. But Rosh Hashanah, which is in September, starts the new year in their secular calendar. But we, we don't even know what we have. We just go according to what has been written down. Lendi madi netesinwansi yekosa. Hallelujah. And I know those the the Francais people do here. Amen. My French, they're my ref. Your French teacher, and my name, they know. And I think about 99% of French teachers are like that. Name say Trimodeno is part of the French there. What is wrong with you? And I think that was my, my worst grade. I had three in, in French. I didn't it's okay with me I'm interested I'll, I'll, I'll see something against my friend teacher right now I'm going to be on a name day I'm going to be on a name day I'm going to be on a name day 
Hallelujah. It is becoming personal. It is becoming personal. Let's follow the, the word of God. <laughs> Amen. Somebody said, but French people, oh, as for the people, French for they are nice. But the teachers, two by four be the French in My, my wife, the, the woman of God, the lady reverend, is also, you know, very anointed in the area of French. But any So I'm in mountain, and you are doing the work of God outside French. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, somebody said, Prof, I'll teach you for free. My oh wow, that's great. I'll, I'll learn. Pa. My father in the Lord loves French. I think he's the only one who can teach French without beating. Yeah, and he had first class. Oh. First class with French as major. I'm telling you. No wonder he's a major prophet. <laughs> In fact, he went to Burkina to teach French there. I'm telling you. Oh, my father is anointed, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. All right. Good, 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 good. Now we have understood what the sun, the moon has to say concerning every year. Hallelujah. Now, that is just the foundation I wanted to lay. Now let's go to the actual message. Amen. In the book of Zechariah, chapter 6, verse 5. Zechariah 6, verse 5. 
the Bible said, And the angel answered and said to me, These are four spirits of heaven who go out from their station before the Lord of all the earth. Said the angel answered me, These are the four spirits of heaven who go out after presenting themselves before the Lord of all the earth. So now, according to the vision that Zechariah had, he saw four beings. And these beings that he saw, he asked the angel that was with him in the vision, who are these beings? And the angel said, these beings are the four spirits. Can you all hear me, please? All right, great, great. All right. Now, according to this scripture, there are four main angelic beings, mighty and strong. And these angels, according to the word of God, they are the four spirits of heaven. And the assignment is that they move out of heaven and they come to the earth to fulfill their assigned work. Are you following? Good. Now, in the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ, Revelation chapter 7, verse 1. Revelation chapter 7, verse 1. The Bible said, And after these things, I saw four angels. 
standing on the four corners of the earth. So take note, this earth on which we live has four corners. Are you listening to me? This earth on which we live has four corners. And there are angels in charge of all these four corners. Each corner has an angelic being that stands there. And aside the four corners, each corner has a particular wind that is blowing. Are you listening to me? Don't forget this. Asasisu yeti yeti no. Asasisu ewo four corners. Four corners in insu no yewo angels maku maku phobia. Baku bi edge na corner baku. And aside that, every corner bia won from bia ebo ho. So according to the scripture, the Bible said, And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth. So there are four main winds of this earth. And these four main winds are connected to the four corners. And the four corners are also connected to the four angels. And when the Bible makes mention of the corners of the earth, it is actually speaking of what we call the cardinal points. What we normally call the north, south, east, and west. Are you listening to me? So if these corners are the cardinal points, the north, south, east, and west, then definitely we are going to have the north wind, the south wind, the east wind, and the west wind. Are you following? Good. So in the book of Nahum chapter 1, So when you read the book of Job chapter 37, verse 9, Job 37, verse 9, the Bible said, Out of the south cometh the whirlwind, and cold out of the north. Kovanasaya. <laughs> and I wish you all could check a certain, you know, I wish I could explain things further, but then um, this one I will, I will keep it as a secret. Do you know that even when a man of God builds a church auditorium, hmm, you don't just choose where you want to build the altar. No, no. You don't just say, okay, fine. You are a spiritual person. We don't just do things like that. Are you listening to me? So those of you who, who, were, who were around when we were building a new auditorium, <laughs> it took two weeks for me to know where the angel will stand. I did all my search in the scriptures. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. 
some of my sons were bringing their ideas that when we do it this way to be to be good i said okay fine it is good it is it will be good it will be good <laughs> one day they came and they saw me standing at a particular place and i brought out my compass I was looking at it, doing some spiritual measurements. They said, Daddy, what are you doing? I said, I'll teach you later. When the angel came, I said, okay. Now I told them, this is why we chose this place, this, this, this. Even still, I did not teach them the main secret. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if you have this understanding, eh, it is not, even when you enter your room, you don't just put your bed anywhere. Mm. Do you know that scripturally and even spiritually, when it comes to cardinal points, when somebody is going to the west, it is said that the person is going to his source or he's going to the deity from which he or she came from. So even when you bring it in the context of the Israelites, going to the west means going to God and going to the east means going away from God. Rebellion. So there is a movie called Journey to the West. And many of us just like the title, Keke. We don't know the spiritual secret that is behind it. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible said that after Cain killed Abel, he moved towards the east side. We understand all these things. How come the East has now become another dimension of evil? How all these things happened? We'll understand all of them later. Not in this teaching, but then we'll understand them later. Hallelujah. So that you will know when the sun is rising, it rises from the East. And the sun sets at the West. And I told you that the moment the sun sets, a new day has begun. Because according to the plan of God, a new day begins in the evening, the setting of the sun. Are you following? I know some of you, I am, I am with trim precursing. It's okay, Relax. So whenever some people are praying facing the east, it has a meaning in the scriptures. Are you listening to me? Very spiritual. So these people, when they build their mosque, they know where they are supposed to face. Because the rising of the sun is actually the rising of their God. You let me. 
put that one somewhere and let's keep. So later we'll go into, but I want you to understand that the earth has four cardinal points, the north, the south, the east, and the west. This one, it is not scientists that brought it. It is scriptural, it is spiritual. The Bible even said it. Are you listening to me? The Bible makes mention of the south wind, the east wind, the west wind. All, all these things were there spiritually and scripturally before these scientists came about saying some other things. So when we talk of north, south, east, and west, we are not talking science. We are not even talking geography. We are talking scriptures and spiritual things. Are you listening to me? Good. Now, what are these four angels of the four cardinal points of the earth doing? What is the assignment? They are known as the chief angels. And every guardian angel, I told you when we were doing our teaching on the guardian angels, I told you there are 72 guardian angels. All these guardian angels serve under these four chief angels. Are you listening to me? And these four chief angels also connect to what we call the four elements of creation. Very important. Four elements of creation. The whole world that we see was actually physically brought together by four main elements. The first element is fire. So when we read the book of Genesis, even these elements are spelled out in different dimensions. It starts by saying, in the beginning God created heaven and earth. So heaven has become one of the elements. Heaven is known as the fiery waters. So the symbol of heaven or the elemental foundation of heaven is fire. Are you following? Then the earth. Verse 2 says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit, the word spirit there actually speaks of the Ruach of God. The Ruach, which means the wind, the breath, the air of God. So in the Bible said, and the spirit of the wind of God moved upon the face of the waters. So in just Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2, we have now seen the spelling out of the four elements. The first one is fire, which is the heavenlies. And then the second one is earth. The third one is air. Air, mframa. And the last one is water. These are the four main elements of creation. Those of you who have watched The Last Airbender, you understand what I'm talking about. 
And maybe you might think some of these movies are just for fun. That's why we are like this, oh, Africans. Some white people will not watch these things like that. Oh. They know what is going on. Are you listening to me? You see, we Africans, eh, I don't know. We just, hey, you can watch some movies and know that, no, these people, they know what they are trying to show. They know it. But African, you don't know. You don't know. Do you know what they propagate? Do you know what they, they cast into the masses by releasing one movie? If you know, you will not joke with certain things. I'm telling you. You just watch and clap your hands. Hey, now, now, these people know what they are doing. Sometimes you can watch some movies and you don't know where they brought, they, they got the storyline from. Like very spiritual. The first one is fire. The second one is earth. The third one is air. And the last one is water. Now, these four angels that stand at the four corners of the earth are also connected to the four elements of creation. I think I have a message. When we're talking about the guardian angels, I explained the chief angels. Now, the element of fire is connected to the chief angel, Uriel. Uriel. In fact, the word Uriel means the flame of God, a flame of fire, the flame of God. And I've already taught you that it is out of the flame of fire that we have smoke, we have light, and we have heat. So, in another sense, we can say that Uriel can stand for the smoke, the light, and the heat of God. So mostly people know him to be the light of God. But the, the full package of his name is the flame of God or the fire of God. So Uriel is the chief angel that is in charge of the element of fire. And Raphael, or Raphael, is the being that is in charge of the element of the earth. Raphael, earth. The element earth, Raphael, is the chief angel in charge of it. Are you listening to me? Good. And the chief angel, the next one is air. Air. The chief angel that is in charge of the element air is Michael. Michael. Now, Michael's assignment 
was that he overcame the prince of the power of the air, which was Satan. And also, according to the word of God, when the Lord Jesus Christ is descending, the Bible said the Lord himself will descend with a shout and with the voice of the archangel. With the voice of the archangel. Not the voice of archangels or of an archangel. But he said with the voice of the archangel. That's a definite article. So you're speaking of a specific archangel. And that archangel is Michael. We'll go into that. So Michael is the chief angel and is connected to the element of air. And the element of water is connected to the chief angel, Gabriel. The Bible says in Proverbs 25 verse 25 that as cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. Now we all know that Gabriel, the archangel, is the angel of good news. He's the one that delivers good news. He was the one that appeared to Mary and declared to Mary the good news of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that as waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. Are you following? Good. Now, I want us to do something quickly. Then maybe God willing on Wednesday, we'll continue. Hallelujah. Okay. We are going to do what we call decoding the global angelic year. Decoding the global angelic year. So now, the year 2024 that we are about to enter, we want to decode the global angelic year. We want to now know the angel, the element of the year 2024 and the angel or the chief angel that will be in charge of the entire year of 2024. And that, what that chief angel stands for and what he does. So that you will know some of the things that will happen globally and how you can now fix yourself into it. Then maybe on Wednesday, we are going to do your personal, we are going to do the decoding of your personal angelic year. Are, are you following? Good. Now, this is what we are going to do. Whether we like it or yes, every year has an element that it represents. Every year. Are you listening to me? Every year has an element that it represents. And that element speaks a lot about the year. And you really need to understand this. Now, starting with fire. 
we are going to write please follow me carefully we are going to do a 12 year cycle and this is how we are going to do it you will start by writing fire according to the way it was arranged in the book of Genesis in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2 you are going to write fire then you write earth in the next line then you write air in the next line then you write water in the next line are you getting it good now repeat that same thing again fire earth air water in the subsequent lines are you done good now repeat it for the last time so that you get up to 12 nice one i think Kwame Dinobo has done it, has done it. Are you getting it? Fire, earth, air, water, fire, earth, air, water, fire, earth, air, water. Exactly as Kwame Dinobo has posted here. Nice one. Now, what you're going to do right now is that connect each element to its chief angel so fire you have uriel so fire then you put dash uriel earth you put dash Raphael. air you put dash michael water you put dash gabriel then you do that till you are done with all of them Are you following? Okay, are you done? So we are now going to do a quick decoding of the global angelic year so that we will know what every year the, the element of the year we are about to enter. Sewood, look at what um, Kwame Dinobo has posted mm, from 1 to 12, fire, earth, air, water. Just write it exactly the same way he has written here 
then you put dash and you put the names of all the chief angels that are connected to them. Are you getting it? Good. Mela also has posted it here. So fire, the chief angel, is Uriel. Then you put his name there. Then you come to Earth, dash. The chief angel is Raphael. You put his name there. Then you come to Air, dash. The chief angel, exactly what Justin has also done. Nice one. Nice one. You are catching it. You are catching it. Good. Now, let's pick the year that we are in right now, 2023. And let's do the calculation of the to know the element of the year that we are in. So that is what we are going to do. 2023, you are going to do 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 3. What are you going to get? You're going to get 7. Now once you get 7, you come to the first table you have put here. And you check number 7. What will be the element of the year 2023? It will be the year of air. And the chief angel that will be connected to this year is Michael. Are you following? Good. Now, knowing this, what does this actually represent? First, we need to understand what air represents in this dimension of the year. One of, you have to first understand one of the purposes of Michael. If you get to know his purpose, you will know what the year will stand for. What it means is that the first thing, when you look at the assignment of Michael, Michael is actually one of the chief angels of warfare. Are you listening to me? Are you are you all get if you are lost let me know Okay let me take it again Now I believe you all have been able to um draw the table connecting the elements to the achieve angels from 1 to 12 Nice one Nice one. Now, the next thing we are doing is that we are calculating the global angelic year. So when you pick this year, 2023, 2023, you are going to do what we call Pythagoras reduction. So you will add all of them. Are you following? So now we are going to get 2 plus 0 plus 2, plus 3. Then we are going to get 7. Now once you get 7, you come to the table that you, you were able to draw. Then you connect it to number 7. And the number 7 is actually the element air. 
and the chief angel connected to that is Michael. So we are now going to decode what it means. So we have come to know that the year 2023, the element, the global element of this year is air. Are you listening to me? There is what air has to say concerning the year. And there is what the chief angel connected to that air would also say. So now, the first thing I want us to do is to know the main assignment of the chief angel, Michael. Then I'm telling you that the chief angel, Michael, is actually the angelic being of warfare. When Satan began to misbehave in heaven, he was the one God sent to overthrow Satan. In fact, when anything evil happens in heaven, he is the one that settles the matter and makes sure that there is peace in heaven. Are you listening to me? What it means is that in this year, in fact, there was going to be a lot of warfare in this year. Warfare in many dimensions. And I, and I believe many of us have already experienced it. Are you following? Good. There is going to be a, a lot of warfare in this year, 2023. And aside that, there is also going to be a lot of creative the year was actually going to be a creative year where there will be a lot of innovations. And in this year, a lot of things based on the movement of the wind. A lot of things will happen with strange speed by the time you realize it has happened. The Bible said, as the air listeth, where no one knows where it is going, neither where it is coming from, so is the one born of the Spirit. So in this year, which has the element of air, there is going to be a lot of things that we will have little control over. Are you getting it? A lot of things will happen that you the thing will happen because the element that is backing most of the things that will happen this year is the element of air. And air is not something that can be seen. What it means is that a lot of things will happen behind the scenes. Are you listening to me? 
Now aside that, I know we'll be up we'll be here fast and she share 2024 there. And it is so simple. When you do that, what are you going to get? Eight. And when you link eight, we are going to get what? Water. And what is the chief angel in charge? That is Gabriel. And Gabriel is the angel of good news. That means that in the year 2024, Homo Sire, <laughs> my God. In the year 2024, we are going to have and we are going to hear a lot of good news. News that are worth hearing. Are you listening to me? But listen to what I'm about to tell you. That is very, very important. If you want to do anything in the next year, 2024, I beg you, wait and hear the news first before you do it. Because in the year 2024, the warfare will not really be much, but there will still be warfare because naturally that is what is happening on this earth. But what you need to understand is that even the little warfare that we have, you should not fight every battle because if you don't hear the good news and you go, problems will come. Are you following? And the reason is because when it comes to warfare, in the dimension of the Archangel Gabriel, we don't fight. We swerve by the good news. You remember when God, when Daniel began to pray, God sent Gabriel to deliver a message to him. And when Gabriel was coming, the prince of Persia held him captive. He could not fight. It took Michael to come and save him. So what it means is that in the year 2024, most of the things you would do to win a lot of battles is to get wisdom and understanding from the good news you will receive from God. Exactly. Wait and hear what God has to say before you take a move. You will win a lot of battles through that. Are you following? And one of the things I also want you to be very careful of 
in the year 2024 because the element of the year is water. One of the things that water does is that it takes the shape of the container in which it is poured. Are you listening to me? So in the year 2024, you need to be very careful of your associations because if you are not careful, some of the people that are around you, you will take their shape. And not only you personally, but some of the things around your life. The year is going to be a flowing year because water flows. It is not actually going to be a year of stagnation. So if you have this understanding, if you have been stagnated in life for a long time, next year is a glorious year for you because movement is coming. Hallelujah. And listen to me. Do you know the main reason why, especially in Ghana, it looks like a lot of people have traveled this year a lot? I want somebody to catch the understanding. Why it looks like a lot of people have traveled out of the country this year? Because of the air. Are you, are you following? Are you, are you now realizing how things have become? This one, I'm not talking from any vision or, or dream I've seen. From the scriptures, we are now getting things. Now, we all know that water is also another medium of traveling. But it, it is not as fast as air. When it is connected to traveling. But there are two main characteristics. Well, let me say one characteristic that is connected to water and also connected to air. And this is it instability mm. because see every element has positive side and negative side instability you remember when Jacob was blessing his children one of his children Reuben who was the firstborn he spoke to him and he said in Genesis 49, verse 4, he said, Unstable as water, thou shalt not excel. Mm. Unstable as water. What it means is that water is unstable. So in this year, if there is anything we should really pray about, it is our stability. And when we speak of stability, we are actually speaking of another dimension of being decisive. Okay, this is what I want to do, and that's what I'm going by. If we are not careful, we will, be, we will change our minds easily.
In fact, when it comes to the changing of the mind, air is much more dangerous than water. <laughs> and I know many of us this year, we have changed our minds over 12 times over a particular thing. You wanted to travel. The next day, you said, no, I won't travel. Let me just do things here. The next day, you said, no, I think the traveling will help. The, you see? And the rate at which you were changing your mind was so fast. Hallelujah. All right. So listen to me carefully. Um, I will go into details in our next meeting, which will be on Wednesday. Hallelujah. So let us take note and we'll continue to also discover some few other things. Basically, this is what you need to understand about the, the nature of how the year 2024 will be. In fact, it was this year 2023 that I was able to travel out of the country. And in fact, when we came back on my birthday, the Lord now opened my eyes on the element of the year. And he showed me that it was his grace that enabled my spirit and soul to connect. Are, are you listening to me? So you see, when you begin to have this understanding, people of God, 
you go ahead of others. Are you getting my point? Okay, now let's do this last thing before we close. Let's do this last thing before we close. For example, if you know that the year 2023, if we knew that the year 2023 was going to be a year of warfare, at the same time, a year of innovations, a year of adjustments, you will now take measures. Is that also, God bless you, my dear sister, Mamiya Jewa. You will now take measures on how to experience these things. That this, I know many of you this year, a lot of business ideas came into your mind. A lot. But most of them were Because you didn't know the year that you were in. Most of you, you heard the voices of angels through thoughts in your mind. Unless you don't enter the bathroom, you, you hear something. Plenty things. Exactly. Some of you even had songs. But because we didn't know what we were experiencing, we were just there. And we lost most of the things. But now that we have known the truth, I beg you in the name of the Lord. I pray that we will not miss what God wants to do with us next year. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And please... If you learn these things and you still miss what God wants to do with you next year, I'm serious. I'm serious. Amen. Now, I want us to do the calculation of the global angelic year for the year 2024, connecting it from the moon perspective. So, we are now going to have five, seven, eight, four, right? But when we hit September 15th, it is going to be 5785. Are you getting that? So we are going to do the calculation for both. But then, because much more of the, um, let me say, majority of the months are connected to the 5784, let's stick to that calculation. So you're now going to put it together 5 plus 7 plus 8 and plus 4. What do you get? You get 24, right? Then you reduce it again. So you make it 2 plus 4. What are you going to get? 6. Now once you get 6, you connect it to the table you have. And it is going to be what? The element will be what? Earth. And when you look at Earth, the guardian angel or the chief angel in charge of Earth is Raphael. 
Now, one thing you need to take note of is that as water is unstable, earth is stable. <laughs> are, you, are you catching the secret here? This is the reason why most of the times, if you go by the, the moving of the sun, this one, I don't know how to explain it further. Somebody said I'm lost. Oh, where did you get lost? Maybe you were not here when we were talking about the moon um, connection. I said, the 2024 that we have, we are getting it from the connection of the sun, or from the sun's perspective. Are you getting it? But we can also read the year from the perspective of the moon. And because the moon is faster than the sun. Okay, this one, I think the best thing is that when we end the meeting, you can just download the message and listen. I think I said this in the first stage and you really understand it better. Are you getting it? Good. So according to the calculation with the moon, we are going to get the element Earth. And Earth has a chief angel, Raphael, in charge. And Raphael actually stands for healing. He stands for life. Earth is stable. And when it comes to the stability of the Earth, we will later go into the personal ones so that we explain that one further. But what it simply means is that in the, in the year 2024, things are also going to be stable for those who will go according to the speed of the moon. And in our next meeting, I will let you understand how to connect to the speed of the moon by the help of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God willing, this Wednesday we will meet and continue. The Lord bless and favor you in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Alright, so please, right after here, I'm going to upload the message. You can quickly go and download and listen to it again. Share it with all your friends and loved ones and the Lord will be a blessing to you. The Lord bless you and keep you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Favorite rainy, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The Lord will keep you. Get communion wine, okay, and just take it morning and evening, morning and evening for three days. That is all. You are free. The Lord bless you and favor you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Please don't forget that on Thursday, we are going to have the mega one word from the Lord experience. Make sure you join us. The Lord has a word for you that will transform your life even in the year 2024. The Lord bless you and favor you all. If you feel led by the Spirit of God to release any seed, the number is 0240 312 551. 
0240 The Lord bless you and favor you. We shall meet God willing on Wednesday. Shalom. Bye-bye.